What is up, Stu? Studies. Happy Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022. And welcome to episode number 240 of The Study Session. I'm your grateful and appreciative host here, Jeremy Ritz, welcoming you to another edition, another episode of The Study Session. Glad that you're here with me today. On this glorious day, it's about 70 degrees out here in my neck of the woods, Eastern PA. Hope it's beautiful your way. Feels like springtime. Anyways, we got a great show ready to go for you today. Going to reflect a bit more on Kevin Colbert's comments, what potentially that could mean for your Pittsburgh Steelers. Going to talk about the Brian Flores hire because we really didn't dig into that yesterday. And then maybe a few odds and ends here along the way. But as always, just want to take a moment to say thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the Still Study, for listening, reading, and sharing my work with your family and friends. It truly does mean the world to me, so thank you for that. Deeply appreciative for all of you, you beautiful, beautiful studians. Would love to connect with you. We can make that happen one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles. You could drop me a line via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com or also give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I do the Steelers Saturday mailbag in which I do just that and get your question, comments, and feedback on the show. You basically drive the content for that day. So let's make that happen. And also, if you haven't checked it out yet, please see the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We are working out our recording schedule. Every other week, Jim will be on the show. This past week, I recorded with writer Matt Cecil from The Still City Insider. So check it out. Jim is super insightful, super knowledgeable about the Steelers having covered them since 1995. So you don't want to miss that. All right, so let's talk about the addition of Brian Flores to the Steelers' defensive coaching staff. A lot to unpack here. And there's a lot of controversy, I guess, surrounding Flores... He was fired by the Dolphins. He has filed three lawsuits against teams for their interviewing and hiring practices. So he has emerged in a bit of controversy, but he's taken a stand for what he believes is right, and that's admirable because some saying that, you know, potentially this could hinder his career, but you have to have respect for a man who's willing to risk that to stand up for what he believes in. So my props to him for that. But he's joining the Pittsburgh Steelers as a senior defensive assistant, and he's also going to coach the linebackers. He's got a great pedigree, having coached under Bill Belichick with New England, a lot of success there, has experience as a head coach. He's a successful coach. The defenses that he put on the field in Miami or solid. 
He had a pretty strong winning streak here in this past season, and it was a bit surprising that he was fired. I mean, this was a Miami Dolphins team that hasn't had much success. But now he's with the Steelers, and, you know, what exactly does that mean, and how will it help this team moving forward? Well, number one, for as much as people criticize Mike Tomlin for not bringing in coaches from outside the organization. I think this is irrefutable evidence that that's just not true. And if anything, with Flores, Flores's experiences as a coach, he's going to bring some unique insights. His knowledge, his expertise to that coaching staff He'll be able to take a look at the defense that is in place, take a look at the scheme, the personnel, and maybe help shore up some areas that have been weaknesses in the past. I don't think you can overstate that value or overlook what that potentially can mean for this team. That combined with new defensive coordinator Terrell Austin, a fresh set of eyes on the unit paired with Mike Tomlin and just maybe we are going to see not a complete wholesale change of this defense but there are going to be some new wrinkles you have to believe that Keith Butler is no longer the man in charge a D coordinator after he retired so the promotion of Austin, the addition of Flores. Again, I think you can expect to see some wrinkles in this defense. And the other thing worth mentioning is that Flores will coach the linebacker position. And that could bode very well for already defensive MVP TJ Watt. Potentially through coaching, he can take another step in his game maybe Alex Smith elevates in his third season but how about Devin Bush what type of impact will Flores have on Devin Bush and potentially there could be some significant gains there as a result of what he brings to the table in terms of experience, insight, and expertise and coaching the linebacker position. So a lot to be excited about regarding this hire. He's a high-quality coach. Head coaching experience has been part of successful teams. He's been part of a winning culture. He knows what winning means It makes this Pittsburgh Steelers coaching staff better. And in turn, it should make this Pittsburgh Steelers defense better. And for a point of comparison, think back to several years ago whenever Mike Munchak was brought on board. He had head coaching experience. He went on to coach the offensive line. We can all remember what the fruits of that hire were. Maybe it will be something similar, but again, it's something very much to be excited about. 
So good move on the Steelers organization. Big win for the defense. Just a big win for the Steelers in general. And can't wait to see what that's going to look like come training camp in the regular season in terms of defense. And then I just wanted to hit a bit more on Kevin Colbert's comments. And some of the recent mock drafts that have emerged and come out. What I've been seeing most recently in these mock drafts is only two quarterbacks going in the first round. One I read yesterday had Kenny Pickett going right before the Steelers, I believe, to the Saints. It picked 90, 90, 19, and then Malik Willis going to the Steelers at 20. No other quarterbacks were included in those picks that followed. I thought that that was interesting. And then just thinking more about Colbert's comments that they are going to add a quarterback, really two quarterbacks, to the room here this offseason. I'm just trying to figure out what is the most likely scenario. So I've been on record in saying that they're going to bring in a mid-tier free agent quarterback and a rookie. But maybe I need to revise my position a bit that maybe it's just going to be a rookie and then maybe the other person will just be a camp arm. And I guess my logic breaks down this way. So Colbert endorsed. It wasn't a glowing endorsement of Mason Rudolph, but he essentially said that he's going to be given the keys. He's going to get the opportunity in 2022. Haskins is going to get his opportunity. He'll more than likely be a backup. Now, here's where the big decision has to come in. Do you sign a mid-tier veteran free agent who really is not going to provide you much more than what Mason Rudolph can do. So if you sign a Marcus Mariota, how much better is he than Mason Rudolph? Or if you sign Tyrod Taylor, or if you sign Jacoby Brissett, how much better are they than Mason Rudolph? From my perspective, my assessment, not that much. In fact, they're probably equal. And some people might say, well, how about a trade for Jimmy Garoppolo? You're not going to get that much better play out of Garoppolo than you are Rudolph. And oh yeah, you're going to have to give up draft capital. Which brings me back to this rookie quarterback class. That if I'm going to prioritize a move this offseason at the position, it's going to be the selection of a quarterback in the draft. And then the signing of maybe a bottom tier free agent or just bringing in a camp arm and then your three quarterbacks at the start of the season are Rudolph, Haskins, and your rookie gunslinger. So that's that's somewhat of a revision from what I've been talking about. And this is after I've thought more about Colbert's comments. But we still have a ways to go in terms of the combine, pro days, player evaluations. 
and who could fall to the Steelers at 20. Here's the other thing. I don't see them trading up. I don't see them trading out of the first round. In fact, Colbert was pretty adamant that he is a pretty staunch supporter of staying at where the first round pick is and not moving. But I don't see them trading up either. So they're going to pick it number 20. Now, who's going to fall to them? Who will the player be that they select? I don't know, but I can tell you this. It's February 23rd, and I am super excited about everything that is in front of us these next few months with the combine, with pro days, and how the draft board starts to shape up. One more quick note. The second edition of my mock draft will be available here soon, either Saturday or Sunday of this week, so be on the lookout for that. And then I'll have another one following the conclusion of the combine. So make sure you check that out. And that's going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 240. We are 60 away from 300. 300. 300 episodes. Another milestone. I'm looking ahead. Plowing forward, man. Just want to thank you so much for joining me today. Listening to the conversation about Coach Flores, about Colbert's comments and quarterbacks. My appreciation and gratitude to you. Please drop me a line one of three ways. You know how to do it. Comment, email, study at gmail.com follow me on twitter at still study let's connect check out the podcast with jim and matt over on the still city insider it is linked in the show notes and ladies and gentlemen have a great wednesday everyone hope you have a beautiful day and did i tell you i'm i'm running 50 miles this weekend i gotta run 12 hours straight that's no joke. I, I I have to do it. It's for a fundraiser. I'm not looking forward to it. Thought I'd throw that in there. Yeah, so this weekend, think of me. I'll be running 12 hours straight, and I am going to be exhausted. All right, studyings, that is all for today. Make it a great one. I will catch you on another edition of The Study Session. Peace.